Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. was only one night game a year. On the 4th of July, the whole sky would brighten up with fireworks, giving us just enough light for a game. We played our best then, because I guess we all felt like the big leaguers under the lights of some great stadium. Benny felt like that all the time. We all knew he was going to go on to bigger and better games, because every time we stopped to watch the sky on those nights, like regular kids, he was there to call us back. You see, for us, baseball was a game. But for Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez, baseball was life. Our amber waves of rain Our purple mountain Majesties Over the fruited plain But now wait a minute I'm talking about America You know, God done shed his grace on thee. He, he, he crowned our good. Yes, he did. Heavy There we go, and welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. It's kind of a 4th of July special. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, growing up as a kid, 4th of July was always such a cool holiday, you know, between the fireworks, and that's kind of like when you're really starting to stay out late at night because it's, it's staying brighter later, and then you start your night games and shit. And I don't know. And I've been pretty nostalgic lately with like 80s and 90s shit and the Sandlot just hit home. I was watching it last night and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, I forgot about this Fourth of July scene where they actually get to play a night game. So I don't know. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Welcome, Joe and Jen of Legit Bat. And of course, Ryan. How's it going, guys? Going on, buddy. Thanks for having us back. It's been a bit. You guys have any interesting fourth of july or fireworks tales because this is you know I, I see the meme going around out there that this is the last night some people will have 10 fingers and 10 toes because mm. of the genius firework you know displays and i've uh, definitely had close calls 
we're not allowed to have fireworks like of any kind in or in our county in california in general they're very very like controlled we don't get the cool ones like they do back east where they have bottle rockets and all that shit we basically have sparklers and the little ones that go on the ground uh, that's pretty much it but luckily it's we like have Joe friends Dirt. that sparklers well, and snakes right <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty much all we get and in our county we can't even have that so we got to go down 10 minutes to the next county to buy them and then bring them back which they really frown upon for some reason it's because of the fire danger i get it but i mean come on you put them on the asphalt they'll be fine but yeah, I've had a couple of close calls with bottle rockets where uh, I was less than sober and was lighting them off over the river. And it was actually more of a danger to my whole face than my fingers, but it was still fun. It's a good memory. I still have my whole face. <laughs> Dude, now that you say that, this just clicked. The whole idea of like the fires being started by fireworks and man-made fires, right? How often does that happen? Like how, how often do those big fires start? Like a forest no. fire. Hey, maybe exactly maybe like a local thing in your backyard or something, but you're not starting a Smokey the Bear forest fire that we see the smoke from Canada in the U.S. type fire. What the hell is the fire yeah. department for? You know what I mean? Like they're there to put the fires out. And then like when, when you see all these giant fires, none of those are started by one person, man. Like I, it's I'm, I'm starting to really get in that camp that, that those things are some kind of greater conspiracy. Yeah, probably. So I, I I was saying the same thing back in like 2018 or 19 when we had the car fire and the what was the other one? The one down the campfire. There? The campfire. Those two huge fires that just covered us with smoke for like six months. And even back then, I was like, wait a minute, it's 2018, and we haven't figured out how to put out fucking fires yet, like efficiently. They've got the whole crew out there dumping whatever on it and digging ditches or whatever they do. They, they don't have any good means of like stopping fires. Even now we should yeah. probably put more resources into that. that but let, then it goes to like what you're saying. Maybe they were meant to burn. So, well, and they tell you that they move so fast and it's like, yeah, when they get to a certain point, I'm sure they do. But isn't that like what these people are paid for is to, it, cause there are special firefighters that go out and do. And obviously I'm not talking any crap about the firefighters, right? Like it's like, that's, they're a little different than police. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's just interesting that at, at, you know, at a certain point, yeah, they kind of are almost unstoppable, but it's like your job is to get to it before that. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. No, it makes sense. Right. But yeah, dude, I have not had any weird fire fight, uh, firework stories at all. Actually, we used to play Roman candle tag. Okay. I've done you, that kind of stuff. Start in like opposite ends of the yard, and it was basically like you know, uh, like a game of chicken, and you just start a civil war style battle where you just start walking forward with your Roman candle, launching it at the other side, and that was always fun. That was the good old days, though, when all your mom would have to say is, "If you lose a finger, I'm not sewing it back on, so you better not lose a finger." Yeah, or an it. eye. The eye was the other one that you know. Yeah, you, know, you better you better not get it in the face because it'll it'll ruin your eye. Okay, mom. Shoot your eye out. Yeah, Ralphie. we all we all know zero people that's ever happened to. I don't know. Do you know anyone who's lost an eye from a firework? I know people that have lost fingers from fireworks, but not eyes. Maybe Seriously? eyebrows or eyelashes, <laughs> but not eyes. Oh, you got eyes. a finger with a firework? Like, uh, were they holding it? I mean, it how does it happen? Because it didn't light. They went to relight it, not realizing that part of the wick was going and. Uh that as soon as they lit it boom and it was one of those it was like an m80 like a blockbuster type thing 
And yeah. it just, I, I mean, it just shredded the dude's hands. Man. The M80 will blow a finger off? I didn't know that. We oh, used to yeah. play with those like they were just candy. <laughs> no, no. You hold on to an M80, that'll do damn. A bottle rocket will give you a, a nice burn, but it's not going to take off a digit. Like a black cat might even take off a finger, right? Like, wouldn't you think? Possibly, if you're holding it. I think maybe a package of them, but I don't think one at a time could. No, no we used to light them and stick them in people's back pockets and walk away after we lit them. Yeah. Like, we, we weren't worried about them losing an ass cheek or anything. Yeah, they just yeah you probably pants. shouldn't do that with an M80. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throw it in someone's pants. <laughs> Unless we you really to, dislike that person. We used to yeah. do uh, what's called a hot foot in baseball. And you, what you do is you basically take a pack of matches and you wrap it around a cigarette. And then you take a piece of bubble gum and wrap it around the outside of all of it. And with the matches facing down, you get it, you stick it to the back of someone's shoe under the bench. And then you get behind them and you light it. And then, and the funniest one is we're in the dugout and, and, and the guy that we did it to is like, man, you guys smell something burning? No clue. Finally, he's walking around the dugout and there is like a six inch flame on his heel. And finally, next thing we know, it catches his baseball pants. It starts burning up his leg. Then he's still like, you guys smell that? We had to like tackle him and put the fire out on him because it got out of control. Jeez. You chose the wrong ding dong to do that to. Uh, <laughs> or the right one, I was going to say. Like, that sounds like the perfect guy to do that to. No, it was. It, it was a Dominican kid, and he was kind of, you know, he just went, he was living life. He had, what are you trying to say? Oh, <laughs> some of these guys, they just come here and play baseball. And that's, they have a one track mind. It's baseball and women. Anything else outside of that, forget about it. That's hilarious, dude. That, that is like the, uh, that's like the black version of the NBA, right? Like it's the same thing. <laughs> well, That's we had stuff to say. But. We had a kid that we we picked up, uh, you know, out of school, and he he told us he was nineteen. Okay, so we got him. He played with us for like two years. In the second year, we got him into a junior college. Well, come to find out, after the junior college investigated, he was like twenty three or twenty four. And when he started college, he graduated college when he was like twenty seven. But he's playing baseball the whole time. He got a free ride and everything, which is good for him. Yeah. But it's amazing. He wasn't trying to play on the girls' team, though, was he? No, <laughs> dude, no that's a different time, man. That's, that's when awesome. uh, guys were trying to get on. It was basically field hockey and volleyball were the two things I know out east that guys would mess with and try and get to play and would never make the team. They, they couldn't pull it off because, you know, it was frowned upon for guys to compete against girls. Did you guys ever have a like a single girl that played in like the high school football team or like the wrestling Wrestlers. team or something? Yeah. Wrestling? Yeah, we had a hockey goalie too. A hockey, a female hockey. Female. See, that's yeah. the thing is like your go-to would think that like maybe they're lesbian chicks, but like the one that played for us was just a tomboy. Yeah, that's same here. It's weird. Oh, I used to call now. lesbians. I mean, looking back, that, there were, that was the old <laughs> word for lesbians. <laughs> there were questions, but that's you true. Know, <laughs> it's pre-experimentation. Usually in high school, you don't find out. It's usually like college when they get away. Yeah, now that you say that she was two hundred pounds and had a crew cut haircut, that's, so. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't. Did she know? have a chain on her? <laughs> did Did she drive a Subaru? She was Because there are signs. A Jeep. She drove a Jeep. Oh, Jeep. Yeah, that's another one um dude matt you were talking about how you're into nostalgia lately yes we we picked this up and i, I mean people you know listening to me have are probably tired of me bringing it up because i mean this this thing changed my life 
You got to get this for four, for $40. Okay. You get these two controllers and this thing plugs into your TV, little uh, HDMI cable. And it's got nine different consoles on it. Atari, uh, Super Nintendo, uh, Nintendo, PlayStation one. It's got like 10,000 games. What's it run off Wi-Fi? It runs off Wi-Fi. Yeah. Nice. So you plug that into your TV and then these controllers pick that up. But dude, I've been playing super or no. Uh, what is it? Donkey Kong country. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, th- that's my favorite super Nintendo game of all time. They've got all those. They've got all the Mario's like Mario three, the best one. Um, that 40 is do- bucks, and bonus. It'll, it'll control a submarine if you need it to. It I've been doing that a lot with, uh, we have a Nintendo switch and they finally added the uh, ability to play a lot of those old games on the switch. Right. So, I mean, but this is way more games. So yeah, probably that's worth it. awesome. It's so sick, dude. They got all that. Like they got Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. I'm sure that's right up your alley right there. You know what I mean? Like there's so many good games. And RBI then we have this... baseball. That's way yeah. back on NES. Was that? Okay. And so then... yeah, they got NES that, like I said, nine consoles and they also have an arcade game. So like if you used to play like resident evil, at the arcade they got that on here and you just like it's like adapted to that like kind of playstation 2 kind of controller but it's so sick dude for 40 bucks well that ties in exactly with uh with this i wanted to share with you guys because this was nostalgia central right here old nes Super Mario 3, Rye. There oh, you yeah. That's the greatest one. See, and I Super, think it was... Super Mario the, World, too, on Super NES. Yeah. Sure. They, I think you're right, Rye, because that one that one had such a variety to it. You know, Dude, it, had, it was more of the, a real-feel game than 1 and 2. Right. That's kind of when they were evolving, and that's the same with Donkey Kong Country. People out there that, like, you know, maybe you only know Donkey Kong Country, but you're thinking that it's just Donkey Kong. The original Donkey Kong game sucked. It was just like oh, Mario yeah. running up a thing and a gorilla throwing shit at him, right? Yep. So the ones that you're probably thinking is Donkey Kong Country, and that's got like the minecart levels and like the vulture levels and all this stuff. And dude, I, I was so, I was screaming at my TV. I almost threw this damn thing in the front yard the first day we had it because I got to the minecart level and I had 17 lives and I lost every damn one of those lives on that minecart. I'm just sitting there fucking yelling at my TV. Uh, I remember that. I just played that not that long ago. And I actually started because I remember playing uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, the one with Diddy Kong and Dixie Kong or whatever. Diddy's Adventure, yeah. Dude, that one is hard. I got to a level. I I blew through it pretty good. And then I got to a minecart level. And it goes so goddamn fast. I still can't beat it. I did almost the same thing. I could not beat it as an adult. And it pissed me off because I beat it as a kid. What happened? That gets into the simulation, right? That, that, that these games are specific for you. I like that actually. It's a fun. And then uh, forget playing Donkey Kong Country Three. There's do, no. Yeah. Do you guys remember? I, I any, tried any games where you just hit a certain level and you were like, "Fuck, I can't beat this in anything." Because there were a bunch. I can't remember the names now, but I remember there would be games, and and in the old Nintendo, there was no really way to save your progress. Mm. So. 
it no, was now with the emulators the way that the switch does it is you don't have to worry about lives you can save state at any time yep. just like emulators you know so it does make it easier but it also makes it a really quick game because half of what made it such a long game back in the day is you didn't have that option you had to yep. save your lives get as many lives as you could and uh contra is another one that i picked up the other day and I was like, I remember playing the shit out of this and I tried to play it. I'm like, this is fucking hard. How did I do this back in the day? Like, I just, I, I mean, I played it for like five minutes. So I had a lot more time back then. I guess that's maybe the answer. Well, maybe too, you're also like bad at it as a kid, but it didn't matter to you because everything seems so like it's taking so long when you're a kid. Like you could play for like five minutes and it seems like you're playing for an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. As a child. So maybe you weren't that good as a kid and you just thought that you were good. Probably. I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to talk shit. I just think like that because I know for a fact that happens with me for sure. Like I was bad at video games as a kid, but I thought it was I was in the same boat. My brother was really good. Like he'd be the one that always finished the games. And I because <laughs> I could never finish them. I could I could dominate early and then I get midway. And then towards the end, I don't know if it was like attention or I just sucked, but I could never beat most games that's ben my little brother he he would be the one that would take the time to figure it out and make sure he beat it because he was way more competitive than me i'd get through like three tries of this level and be like fuck this i'm done you do it i'm over it we'd be the same like with a, uh we'd beg for what? like a nintendo power subscription for like the cheat codes and stuff because that's Before the, only the way some of these games you could beat them yeah did you ever play a donkey kong 64 ryan because that was that was my jam yeah, I have this, that. I, see, I wasn't a big fan of 64. There was a splintering in the game world. Like it was either Nintendo, like you're playing Super Nintendo and then Super uh, 64 came out and then PS1 came out and I was into the PS1. Yeah. I, I was like, dude, these Nintendo kids are gay now. You know what I mean? So and then they still if are you, if you were <laughs> if you were with the PlayStation, you would stick with PlayStation. So you go from the one to the two. And then if you were on that 64 you'd go from the 64 to the Xbox. Usually that's what I saw with a lot of people. So I was, and that a PlayStation was the other splintering. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation well, to Xbox. Yeah. 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 PlayStation to Xbox. But it, it, there was like this weird overlap of like Nintendo 64 kids going to the Xbox original Xbox, just that black box with the X on it. So kind of weird, man, like how that works out the, the conditioning. Yeah. I had a I PS2. Made, I think I, I have it somewhere. Yeah, I usually just made sure I got both of them. And that way I never got left out because it was like I had some friends that were diehard Xbox and some that were only PlayStation. Yeah, dude, it was a, it was a big deal. Well, and the reason. other thing that got that pissed me off was that the MLB, the only good Major League Baseball game was MLB The Show, and it was only available on PlayStation. But okay. every other game, all my friends played on Xbox at that point. So... I, w I couldn't get like call of duty on X. You couldn't cross platform back then either, which now you can do. So it wouldn't have mattered, but I think they, you know, they got a lot of people like me just on that ground so that they could play certain games on the PlayStation console. Right. Now, did you guys ever go to a game works? Like as a kid, do you guys remember game works or was that just that an like, Arizona thing? Is that like GameStop? No, I mean, it was an arcade, but it was called GameWorks. And like, I know that they were all over the West Coast. I just wonder if they were over there in the East Coast. They'd have like, I mean, just wild arcade games. And it was just a packed house of. I mean, it seemed games. like seemed like every mall had a, a great arcade, you know, and, and everyone was a little bit different. And now they're all kind of, of 
they were private or like local they were like local that's what i remember yeah we had one in our mall but it was just a locally owned arcade and that went away a long fucking time ago i think they're trying to bring them back though there's there's some arcades like there's an arcade in the mall now where we live but it's not what you would remember like it does have some pinball and shit like that but it's it it looks more like a chuck e cheese in the arcade we remember yeah they're more like these things are like a Dave and Buster's almost. I was just going to say that. Have you been to Dave and Buster's, Ryan? Of course. Yeah, there's one. There's actually one here in Tucson still somehow. Um, okay. Is they don't seem to like do that? that good. Do they do no. good? You know? Well, they have they have these things now in the, you know, since the malls are dying, they, they set up these things called like Playland or Play Zone where they mix like bungee areas with trampoline areas with rock climbing with arcade sections um you know like the mazes for kids and stuff like that and and all sorts of stuff um into one this is this is the big one and i don't know where this is it looks like illinois um they would have these things where you were like simulating that you were shooting down like hot air balloons and your chair would like rise up like 30 feet and then you'd come oh, back down. Yeah, no it was wild, dude. Like all kinds of crazy things like that. What I've seen now is uh, VR and uh, AR places opening up. We have one even in our little town where it's like a it's a mix of some other stuff. But yeah, they have a like a VR area where you can just do that kind of stuff, which is probably where arcades are going anyway. Yeah, that's a fact, dude. I don't know, man. It's scary. And then if we're talking about games at all, you guys ever heard of that Polybius game? the the game like that men in black were supposedly running i heard you talking about it but i never heard of it growing up no okay so i don't know if it's real or not that's the thing it's like one of those internet legends but it's wild like supposedly men in black were going in and it was just an addictive game and all the like people that would play it would just obsess over this game and they'd have seizures and all kinds of weird shit like that and you said it was like early 80s I want to say 84 and there's yeah. another game that started the same time as that. And uh, people say that it was just that game and they were trying to dial it in. And so the reason that it gave somebody seizures was because the lights were too bright and it was one person. It wasn't a bunch. So that's the thing. I don't know, but there's people that swear that they remember playing it. It was the funnest game at the time. It's kind of like Galaga or whatever. You know what I mean? Like just super basic, but fun. Um, Wild stuff though, dude. It's, it's really Have they just weird. been like scrubbed from the internet or can you still find stuff? So I can pull up a video of the gameplay. The gameplay doesn't look that fun, honestly. I'll see if I can find maybe a vid, like a short video describing it or something. Um, because yeah, yeah cause I, I was I was listening to your podcast on the video games, and that one, like, I'm like, I've never heard of it. I've never even, you know, heard anyone talk about it. And that's one that you know. And but one of the things I remember from the '80s and early '90s was there were certain people that were getting seizures from tv and video games right well they put warnings on everything now like half, yeah. half of the tv shows or video games you watch has a big warning it's like certain scenes have a strobing effect that may affect certain viewers you know but oh, i figure at this scenes. point most people know if they have epilepsy by the time they're you know playing that shit so You'd well yeah so. i mean the simpsons even made fun of it they were watching like some japanese tv and homer had like a seizure <laughs> they called everything, didn't they? I, I will I will die saying that they did not call the submarine thing, though. 
that was I don't know if you've seen that, that clip. Was stupid. I saw that. I, that was dumb. I was yeah. like, that's a stretch, even for us crazy people. Like it's like, yeah, they just rode summer rains. You know what I mean? Like stuck. Yeah. There was this, there's a South Park episode that I talked about with the South Park, you know, little bullshit breakdown thing. And James Cameron actually goes down a little submersible and raises the bar, like the bar of society has fallen to the bottom of the ocean and he pulls it back up. Like that, that is to me the same thing as what the Simpsons did. It's not predicting anything. No. But, so there's an eight minute plus clip. I don't know if that's too long. If you want to watch that about Polybius, uh, no, no pressure. Obviously, it's not a TikTok. It is not a TikTok. <laughs> I wish that there was like just a quick 30 second one. But yeah, dude, it basically talks about how this game popped up in uh, Oregon and it was a black box and everyone just was playing it and, and got kind of, you know, enthralled with it for a little while until it was taken away. That's now that you mentioned it, I think we might have had somebody on who talked about that game. We did, I remember, yeah. Yeah, it was a while ago now, but I had never heard of it before that either, if it's the one I'm thinking of, but yeah. Yeah, that's wild shit. Weird shit, man. Because I remember when D&D got big, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons just took off, and one of my neighbor friends growing up was big into it, and that was just a craze in the 80s. And it was right, right in the satanic panic era, too, because I remember that. And my parents go nuts about these role playing games and how it's letting the devil in. And I'm yep. like, dude, it's just a bunch of dorks that live in their mom's basement. It's not a big deal. They were rolling dice. Yeah, you think that it's coming back now. It is. Do you think there's any merit to that at all? Like kind of like, you know, getting into a game like that. It doesn't need to be Dungeons and Dragons, but anything like that at all, where you're you're obsessed with something. Like, I don't know if it's like the worshiping false idols or what that is to, to some of those people. But I, I think that there could be some weird shit that you might be opening if you're just completely enthralled with a certain game or a certain something. Because you always wonder, too, why these things get so popular. Yeah, I think that you could uh, attribute that to basically anything that you obsess over, though. And that would be like you're saying, like uh, worshiping a false god or something. And people obsess over weird shit. Some people obsess over sports to the point of painting their tits different colors and you know, going to Super Bowl games at six grand a pop. So I don't think it has necessarily to do with uh, dungeons or like role playing games in general. But like you see these people that are super into video games and I look at those people. I'm like, wow, I was never into it that bad. Like I'm not drinking Mountain Dew and playing for 16 hours straight. I got <laughs> shit to do. Like I got to take poops and eat and stuff. And these people are like, no, I'm wearing a diaper so I can play straight through. So, yeah, I don't know if that lets in an entity or something, but that's definitely over the top and it's not moderation or balance. So probably some somewhat of a problem with that. You know, what's even weirder now are the people that watch people playing video games. Oh, yeah. I catch my son doing it all the time. And I'm like, dude, you have that game. Why don't you just play it? Why are you watching him play it? I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Because they have great commentary. Dude, those videos are the most annoying shit in the world. Like, if you're watching it to see how to get through a level, that's one thing. But when it's just somebody playing a game like Fortnite, that was huge for a while. Watching people play Fortnite and do stupid shit on Fortnite. Yeah. Like, why is... And they're they're annoying as shit. The, the people that are, like, voiceovering it or whatever, every time I'd walk in my kid's room, I'm like, please turn that off. This is yeah. fucking maddening. I can hear it from the living room. I don't want to hear that. Talking like PewDiePie? I don't even know what that is. That's one of the big gamer dudes. Oh, uh, okay, probably. This Fortnite named Tomato or something like that that the kid's like, he is a retard. Like, <laughs> he's got the most annoying voice. He's terrible at the game. And the kids love it. 
And they're like, yeah, because like they're better than him, but he's got a huge following and he shows these cool things that you could do, but he never accomplishes them because he sucks. Dude, what the? Fuck? let me play this right now. There's a market this for everything. Perfect segue to this right here. I don't know if you guys have seen this scene. This is exactly what you're talking about. You should be able to hear it, hopefully. All right, major stone shield potions should be. Oh, God, I'm going to have diarrhea again. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You can't go to the bathroom. You're stacking Sunder Armor. It's okay. Mom, bathroom. What, hon? That's like the people that can't even get up to go take a piss. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Alright, can you drink your elixir of the mongoose? I'm now going to use mocking blow. World of Warcraft. I need to play. Our demo was set up right over by the. Got to sign in. Character name. All right, I'm in. Dude, I'm almost dead. Kyle, cast arcane missiles. I'm out of mana. <laughs> they all have acne and shit too. I got healed. <laughs> Stan! Dad, not now. Stan, I've been sent here to bring you this. This sword can completely drain his mana. Dad, how did you get that? No time. Just take it. Here. How how do you hand something from one player to another? Bring up your inventory screen. Control I. Okay. Dad, what the hell are you doing? I got it. <laughs> Dad! Dad! Dad, no! You killed my father. Ah! <laughs> His shield and armor spells are down. Attack! <laughs> <laughs> But this badass dude that they're trying to kill is like this totally obese piece of shit, just killing all the kids. Looks like that's pretty hilarious, dude. But that's legit, though. That's like exactly how it is. Just obsessing over shit like that to where they're stuck in a basement for, you know, however long that was. No, I knew I knew people personally like that. That's, yeah, yeah that, especially with that game. That game was a weird one because people got like into it and it became their personality. And some of the, I worked with a couple people when I went in the office and they were into world of Warcraft and they were large figures and uh, they kind of acted the part at work too. And it's like, what the fuck? That's weird. And like, it's like a cringe? different language. Yeah. Yeah. dude. Different lifestyle. 
there's like those cringe videos of like super fat people where they're like uh you know the alpha has to shut down the beta like that like there's some nerdy dude that's trying to hit on some fat chick and then the alpha who is the fat chick's boyfriend has to like put the beta guy in his place and they're all like role playing in real life but it reminds me exactly of those types of people where yep. like they're setting themselves up to, i don't know it's it's, it's strange like catfishing in a sense or like furries or something it's just yeah. a weird it's a community that is just i just don't understand at all well, it's so it, weird to see all this stuff on the internet because, I mean, you know, 20 years ago, we knew there was weird people, but you didn't really see them that much unless you lived around them. Now everybody sees all this weird shit everywhere, <laughs> and it's glorified because everybody has a phone and a camera and a microphone. So now it, the world seems a lot weirder, and I, it probably is, but it's just way more in your face now because everybody's got a screen and a camera, so everybody can just do whatever, and now we have the president we have. Not to get political. Of <laughs> well, like if you're a normal person, you didn't see this shit in the past. Now you're seeing behind the curtain of everyone. And think right. of all the crazy fucks that never left their room when we were kids. Now you're getting minute by minute updates from them on social media. So you're seeing behind the curtain and how crazy these fuckers are. And these are the people that go to the top, too. So this is the stuff that they're kind of projecting is normal, but it's the weirdest stuff. And we didn't really get exposed to it because there wasn't the social media and it wasn't out there. They just hung out in their room and did weird shit by themselves. It makes sense why a lot of those people are popular now, though, because it's so weird and so bizarre that people are like, it's like a train wreck. You can't take your eyes off right. it. You're just like, whoa, people, this exists. Or there's you get the the people others that... that are like them, Joe. And they associate right. with them and they're like, oh, there's my people, you know, and, 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 that's well, and then, then normal, normal ish people see that and they're like, he's making millions of dollars on YouTube being fucking weird. Now I'm going to do that. And it could be a totally normal person, but he sees a, a chance to capitalize on something that was popular. So now you get just this influx of semi normal people being fucking weird on the Internet just to try to get popular. It's and a, it's a minority, oh, it's right? It's a small minority of the population, but the way it's broadcast it's made to look like it's much larger than it is well how yeah, many people that are woke too how many normal people are broadcasting their lives you know what i mean like the, the only people that are actually like sharing like the 24-hour streams and stuff like that those people are all doing weird stuff almost 24 7 literally you know what i mean like their normal normal stuff is not exciting and people don't think that they're and and life doesn't need to be exciting 24-7, but people just think that that's the only way that you can, like, have success is to, you know, identify with a weird group and then and get involved over the with top, I, over the yeah. top all the time. Yeah, I equate yeah. those people with politicians, right? They're, they're really weird individuals to want that sort of notoriety, like to, to want your 24-7 life on TV and, you know, everybody to see your every move. It's kind of a weird move, like being a politician in the sense that you want that power. You want to control over other people like it's normal. People don't want those jobs. And, and it seems to be like the thing to do and, and the most financially rewarding right now, too. Well, start with trash take TV. A turn. Yeah, sure, right. Like Big Honey brother. Boo Boo. I'm talking like Honey Boo Boo and like. You know, like the the weird, like fat, like you're you're famous just because you're freakishly fat. That's yeah. like it's reality TV, right? Once they came out with reality TV, is when it really took off because that's when the weirdos had a platform. Because before then, 
you kind of had to rely on sitcoms for that sort of weirdness. You know, I, I think of like dysfunctionality, like married with children and shows mm. like that. But even within those, they still had a good message wrapped into them, you know, whereas <laughs> now it's just like one of the seven deadly sins. Just take your pick and they're going to glorify it to all heaven. Right. That back then they would show the weirdness and then be like, here's the counterpoint. That's fucking weird. Yeah. And everyone would get the message. And now it's just like, here's a weirdo. Isn't it great? We should give him six million dollars. Just for being fucking weird. Yeah. Well, then at a so certain point, they started. It. At a certain point, people started realizing that you can make money because they're like, "Oh, they're paying these freaks to go on Jerry Springer or whatever else." So they're like, "I can get ten thousand dollars just to go on there and cuss my mom out." You know what I mean? Like, so people, uh, mothers are probably actually, you know, telling their kids, "Let's go on there and we'll split them fucking cash." You know yeah. what I mean? Cash me outside. How about that? Exactly. And same now shit. she's a freaking massive rapper making a billion dollars on OnlyFans. You know what I mean? That same what girl. Stupid. And do you I think, think that was organic or do you think that was uh, just a whole set had to be contrived in some way, whether it was the mom allowing that or whether it was Dr. Phil or, or something like the machine as a whole, that wasn't organic dude. Cause I mean, none of that seems organic. Nothing is natural. It, it seemed about weird. That. Not from yeah. TV. Nothing from TV is not programmed. You know, it's, there's nothing organic that comes from television. It's, it's all contrived. Well, Wait. it's like they say, if you see it on every channel, it's not news, it's marketing. Yeah. So <laughs> you're going to tell me the next bus wasn't real. Remember the next bus? No. You don't remember the next bus? Oh, my God. I'm going to have to pull up some images. No. Next give me some bus context. Was, I, it might have been a little bit after your after your time, Matt. I was like, this was when I was in like high school and watching like that dysfunctional TV kind of stuff. But it was like basically like a dude would be outside of the next bus and there would be five chicks in the next bus. And one girl with the first girl would come out and the dude would be like next, if he didn't like her, or he would talk to her and so get he's swiping her. left or right before exactly. that. It's Tinder before <laughs> the, the cell phones. I'll pull up the next bus. Like I wonder where Tinder got that of, idea. PG version of girls Probably. gone wild. Yes. Yeah. And it would be a little risque sometimes. Yeah, you know? they, that's all they did. They would go up with the camera and then, just find the drunkest girls to get them to show their tits. That was basically the premise. And then might, while, while Ryan looks that up, I got to say my pet fucking peeve as far as reality shows go is the bachelor and the bachelorette and anything else that resembles that for people that actually watch. I know a lot of people watch it, like kind of hate watch it or just watch it. Cause it's like, Oh, I know it's fake, but whatever <laughs> there are, there are people that watch that and are genuinely invested in that. Right. And that blows my fucking head off. There's companion podcasts out there that get a lot more views than all of us put together that are just like bachelor companion shows, like watch the bachelor me. and then listen to our <laughs> podcast after. And we'll talk about all the, the juicy details on the podcast. Unbelievable. Yeah. But that's the 80%. You know, or I would say 60 percent. That's that's just those people that just love the mainstream stuff, you know, whatever. And it's dying, though. It's fading, but it's not what it used to be. But in the past, it was ABC, NBC, Fox. That was basically it. If it if it made it to there, it you know, people that was your only choices. So people would glam on to certain shows. And it, it's weird, man. Yeah, I remember Very even strange. watching Lost as it came out. And we tried to rewatch Lost just because the story was great. But we tried, we got through like 15 minutes of the first episode. And I'm like, oh, it's so bad. It's the so acting cheesy. is terrible. It's, it's the worst. Ugh. I watched all of Lost and I loved it. I'm like, this is the greatest show ever. Let's watch it. And it's all the like really dramatic pauses. 
and stares. And there's a love story immediately that spawns right after the plane crash. How did like, we not notice back then how it. fucking cheese ball it was until you watch it, you know, 20 years later? And- That's all there was. That was our benchmark. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if you go back, you watch like the Goonies or something. It's not good, in my opinion. No. No, <laughs> no but it's all like- there was. That was the best for but that time yeah that's why it's good is because it's so bad and it's so like <laughs> relatable unrelatable at the same time it was relatable back then and that's what you're remembering and that's why you still like it <laughs> yeah so you get the idea here uh that this isn't in, in this case this would be a girl that was waiting outside the next bus and and kyle pops up and he's 19 his nickname nugget there's uh, no way this is real. This can't be real. I swear to God. Well, he it loves was a, Hannah Montana. It was presented he cries as a real show. all the time. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what guy is going on national TV uh, and, and, and leaving that as his profile? Every guy uh, now. Look at this guy. Brett. Oh, my God. What is that? Obsessed with Nicole Richie. Pees outside whenever he can. Hates see. hand sanitizer. Right? He looks exactly like the type of person that would love hand sanitizer in about 2020. <laughs> Yeah, he was before his I time. I think it, he prefers KY. Look at Zach, Kyle. You got Zach <laughs> nicknamed Junior, caught naked by his best friend's mom, and also made out with a girl while his dad was driving. And, but guess what? Zach turned out to be queer as a $3 bill, and now he's yeah. like a, a S&M guy. Yeah, Zach was uh, sacrificed on Epstein Island. <laughs> uh, Johnny must uh, must wear clean socks all the time. That's not bad. Loves big booties. I mean, this might be me, actually. <laughs> Broke up with a girl because her breath was stank ass. I mean, th- this guy seems cool. You can't hate that guy. And his name isn't Zach or Kyle. And he doesn't go by Jonathan. Have you ever met a guy named John and he prefers Jonathan? Like, that's the worst. I so, had yeah, my neighbor cool. growing up was Jonathan. That's funny. I call everybody I I know named John Jonathan just to piss him off because I know they hate it. <laughs> I mean, there's some people that prefer it. I don't know. It's weird, dude. Does anyone ever call you Matthew, Matt? Uh, no, that's solicitors, and it used to be my mother when I was in trouble, but that's it. Okay, now I know what to call you. Thank you. Mateus. Mateus might be a nice one. Or Matausch. <laughs> what about you want to get all crazy? <laughs> well, no, Matausch, I think, is Polish. Yeah, Matusz. That's the guy from uh, from Sopranos. Okay. <laughs> that Christopher Wax. There you go, dude. All kinds of names, or not? Not that's the never mind. That's the drug dealer kid that they beat the shit out of out of the, out of outside Adriana's club because he's selling <laughs> drugs for uh, what's his name, Jackie April. See, we're sticking with the nostalgia, dude. Sopranos was a killer, man. I remember that was one of those shows back in the day when you had to wait every week for it to come out, and there dude, how some... did we keep track of shows back then because i'll i'll listen to like weekly podcasts that are a story or like a audio drama if it's coming out once a week i gotta go back and re-listen to the other episodes and like i don't fucking remember what happened somehow back then we could remember what happened every week on whatever show you were watching and be like oh yeah remember this guy did this and whatever i can't do that anymore probably There's a lot probably less the... content Right. A yeah. lot less content for so like, I mean, like another one of those shitty shows was like Survivor. Right. Remember how popular that show was when it came out in American Idol and all these dog shit. Have you guys seen that show? God bless America, the movie. Where uh-huh. where the, the young girl and the older man go around killing people like the people that are the hosts of American Idol and like the Kardashians. It's all fake, but it's like these people are going around to try to fix the fucked up culture of the United States by killing all these people that put these shows out. 
No. That sounds amazing. It's a great <laughs> movie. Uh, you got to check it out. I'll see where it's at, actually, if I can. It, Ryan, did you ever watch that one movie we were talking about? Uh, it was a while ago. What was it called? The Hunt? Oh, yeah. If oh. That's the one you're talking about. Yeah, so so good. It's called The is, Hunt. And it's is like, that where uh, they hunt like uh, MAGA people? The liberals they don't like, they don't go as far as saying that but they make it pretty fucking obvious yeah, that it's yeah. like libtards hunting maga people and it's just a yeah. great it's gory as fuck hilarious and it ends well it's a great fucking movie go watch yeah it. i have seen that yeah it's great okay let me see god bless america movie i'm trying to find but yeah dude it's like an older dude young chick um the girl's real cynical uh, and the guy's got cancer and uh he wants to go around and just like murder all these people he he's just like his biggest pet peeve is just rude people and he wants to just fucking kill every rude person you can rent no it on amazon um google play so it's not for free anywhere it's pretty brutal like i would recommend anyone that kind of has the same idea about this stuff you know or similar idea to where like you know culture's been just rotten it, it, it would be something that people would like i think nice I'll have to write that one down God bless America. What a great 4th of July movie, too, by the way. Hell yeah. So, Do your is. patriotic duty. Watch stupid people get murdered. Yeah, man. It's it's actually pretty good. They go and kill. Remember that show, like, Sweet 16? That yep. shit where they go around and, like, kill a fucking bitchy 16-year-old because she's just yelling at her mom for getting her the wrong color Lamborghini and stuff. Like, it's pretty, pretty great, honestly. Uh, now you have that dumbass fucking uh, series that came out several years ago now called was it called 12 reasons why or thir 13 reasons why or something yeah. it's basically gl glorifying suicide yep it is oh, the God. grossest shit i've ever watched and they're worried about like you know kids committing suicide for all these other reasons and then they put out the show basically glorifying this chick who kills herself because of whatever and she's the narrator of the show so i had to talk to my daughter because my daughter watched it without telling me and i was like whoa hey whoa uh just so you know when you die unless you make a million tapes she had recorded herself and like on these little cassette tapes and her best friend was listening to all of them every day and that's like the premise of the show so you're hearing her talk the whole time and it feels like she's alive mm. meanwhile she killed herself so what the kids are thinking though is like Oh, if I kill myself, this is what will happen when no, it will awful. Yeah. Yeah. They made it seem like it was this awesome thing that, you know, just leave a bunch of tapes and then off yourself and everyone will love you. It's I, I can't believe it was probably made in Canada since that's legal up there now. What is? Oh, just like assisted suicide. Like if you want to go die, you can just kind of go die. Well, somewhere somewhere in Europe was euthanizing autistic and people with disabilities again, again? yeah again. oh yeah it's like austria or denmark let me see if i can find it here but yeah it was in the news recently i was like are you this is 2020 i was no like, yeah Can canada did that thing where they they passed some law where basically you can if you just have had a bad day at work you can just go be like you know what just kill me and uh, there's a lot of people taking them up on that, but I don't know if this is true or not, but it was probably just a funny meme, but they're like, but if you want to do that, you have to have your COVID shots. <laughs> that sounds real, actually. Right. I know. <laughs> the Netherlands. Euthanizing huh. autistic and intellectually handicapped people. Researchers find. 
So five individuals under the age of 30 who cited autism as a factor in their decision to seek legal euthanasia are among the cases reviewed by the specialists in the UK. Mm. It's that's crazy. So let's see, it says factors directly associated with intellectual disability and or ASD were the sole cause of suffering described in 21% of the cases and a major contributing factor in further 42% of the cases. So yeah. are any of the woke tards out there calling Nazi on this? Cause wow. that's kind of a Nazi thing, isn't it? Right. I mean, Jeez, eugenics right yeah. i mean yeah i i agree with uh allowing someone to kill themselves if they're like terminally ill and there's no way out at all like you know what i mean like i i think that should be allowed um, or it should at least not be illegal like if you fail you go to jail and then you're just more wanting to commit suicide because you failed and have to go to jail now right well there was like that kevorkian doctor right i think that was his name and i wasn't he doing that where he was just like killing people that were begging him to kill them with it's the like nostalgia back in the 90s yeah yep yeah it's absolutely yeah <laughs> that's a 90s thing so well, was that, terry shivo yeah remember her the lady whose husband or whatever had to pull the plug uh, he was a potato or something right or she was yeah she was yeah, vegetable. And now that makes you think, why did these become like these stories that we remember now? Like what was behind it that they had to push it so much? There's there's something to those, right? I mean, it, there's a reason why they focus on those cases or that the case of that. What was that girl uh, in Florida that like killed her daughter and got away with it? Oh, Casey Anthony. Yeah. She's kind of hot, honestly. I don't know if you see. <laughs> Did you guys see this one? The Michigan House bill uh, that you could be get a felony and be fined up to ten thousand dollars for making use of the wrong pronouns. Mm. Does that mean um, online too, or just in person? Let's see. That's probably coming. Yeah, because look, that criminalizes causing someone to feel threatened by words. Oh, would mean my God. Yeah. Under the new bill, offenders are guilty of a felony punishable by imprisonment for not more than five years or by a fine of not more than $10,000. Okay. So intimidate means a willful course of conduct involving repeated or continuing harassment of another individual that could cause a reasonable individual to feel terrorized, frightened, uh, threatened, and that actually causes the victim to feel terrorized, frightened, or threatened. Okay, so wait. What's, how do you measure that? How do you measure a reasonable individual? Because if you're actually you know, getting terrorized and threatened by that, you're not a reasonable fucking individual. Yeah, it's called the block button. You know, it's not that hard. Yeah, I, mean, I don't understand this. And, and uh, the bill specifically addresses sexual orientation and gender identity or expression as protected classes see that's where it gets ridiculous because those are feelings right that's the way someone feels it's not biological at all yeah since when did it become a crime to literally hurt someone's feelings it's typically yeah. about hurting their body threatening their life not not telling them they suck or calling them by the wrong pronoun well, it's yeah. interesting that they would say that the uh, the inevitable conclusion of that is making someone want to kill themselves. But then the way that you're talking about the show, Jen, is that like there's shows that are like kind of glorifying it in a weird way. So it's like, 
which side are we taking here? Is it is it bad to make people kill themselves or not? You know, so obviously it is. But I think if you call someone retarded, if they're acting retarded, that's not that's not trying to guide them into killing themselves. You're just trying to, like, fucking correct their weird behavior. Dude, there are people but, now that are threatened by lo- loud noises. Right. You see those. Assholes yeah, that go like into, that. yeah, they go into the meetings and they, you know, they're like, hey, I'm very sensitive to no- like, get the fuck out of here, please, man. Please don't clap here. Yeah. Get Use the fuck jazz out of hands. here. Yeah. Like, dude, hey, get the Dar- fuck- Darwin Awards. It'll self-correct eventually. It's just going to suck till then because those people aren't going to last long. No. Well, those people, I think, are actually going to become politicians, dude. That's like, I honestly, I, I'm kind of going the opposite way with that, I think. I think that unless we got to some sort of like warfare state, which I don't think that'll ever happen. Um, I think that those people are going to end up making rules for all of us. Isn't that an insane level of narcissism? What's that? To 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 go into a room and tell people not to clap because oh yeah, it bothers you. Like I mean, these people are fucking crazy. Like they enter the attention room. seeking. It <laughs> yeah. seems like more attention seeking, like anything else, where it's victim mentality to the extreme. Every everything is everybody else's fault. Nothing's my fault. It's because I have this condition where I don't like, you know, this thing. So you have to, you know, tiptoe around me. And when somebody doesn't, boom, fine. Or jail time. That makes sense. Absolutely. Because I don't I don't know any other way, you know, I mean. How did how did we get here? You you start thinking about like what the fuck happened? To get us to this point. I'm blaming Obama and reality TV. <laughs> well, I like you know, the I like the reality TV and Obama, to be honest. I think that's a good uh good place to start. We need to figure it out. Dude, do you guys think actually too that Michelle Obama's gonna end up running, by the way? Because you mentioned that. If he wears oh my these God. shorts. This wow. is the kind of shit though. This is like this reminds me of retard news, guys. This is like oh my this God. is from the New York Post. Like <laughs> these are real things and the dude was like yeah my junk would come out like this is the problem like what what the fuck how did we get here huh we saw target with the pouches we see these daisy dudes here where you know it's a it's a thong basically that guy has no dick either like no. you can see it's a i mean that's a trans person right I was say, it not- could be a trans person it's got to yeah. be. There's lips there, that part to see. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a camel toe or a moose knuckle? That's the question. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But that's the kind of crazy. Oh, Joe, and this one's this one reminded me of you, okay? Of your crazy news. Harvard women's hockey vows change after explosive reports detail mental health hunger games, including naked skate <laughs> that left players with bloody nipples. <laughs> what the fuck? In March, the Athletic reported similar instances of hazing described as a mental health hunger games, quote unquote, which included players having uh having to participate in a naked skate that resulted in ice burns and bleeding nipples. <laughs> Former Harvard women's hockey players uh under Stone told the Globe that they felt they had to participate in instances of hazing that included being forced to drink alcohol and sexually charged role-playing. Oh, how Harvard's scary. Women hockey team. Well, it sounds like a lot of people need to get fined and go to jail because, oh my God, somebody had to have been offended by all that. <laughs> right? Oh. It sounds fun being forced to drink and do sex things. What is wrong with any of them? I mean, these kids <laughs> like, today. I do, that, I do that by myself. I know. Do we get paid for this? 
I make myself have sex with myself while I force myself to drink all the time. It's crazy. So force yeah, my dick under- to drink for for a you know a price. Butt chug, butt chug contest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's wild, dude. I do think that's a great way to describe hazing the mental health hunger games. That's kind of yeah. a good. And, Seems kind of accurate. And Rye, I sent this to you earlier in the week. This was uh, this killed me. So yeah. this is like an apology letter from from one guy to his friend. He goes, "I'm sorry, I told you to suck it the other day. I took too much mushrooms and was way tripping. I still owe you some coke and cigs from the other night." My ex-girlfriend, parentheses, bitch cunt, uh, cannot stay away. And dude, she comes on me so hard. Then I spend all my money. Then she's gone. Damn, those titties are sweet. Your brother from another mother. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Zach. That would be, yeah, that's great, dude. From Kyle, or to Kyle. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is like, that just, uh, I was reading that and I'm like, what the fuck? That's That's 2023 in a nutshell right there. It could also be like 2009 because there's been like notes that I've seen passed between friends that are like that when I was in high school. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, that was handwritten. It can't be 2023. People don't know how to write. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, it would have been a text or a Facebook post. Actually, by by the (laughs) look of his uh, handwriting, he kind of didn't know how to write. So it very well could be 2023. In 2009, it would have been cursive, probably. Could have been. Definitely could have been. Yeah, that's a bizarre one. I, I don't know I, if you heard that. My dogs just went off right now. I don't know what happened outside. No, your roadcaster's that good, dude. I didn't hear shit. Oh, nope. wow. Yeah. Nothing. So the water didn't ruin it. Good. Or, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, the world's getting crazy, dude. I think that uh, I think that's the thesis of all of our shows, right? It's like, <laughs> like that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes but for it great was, content. It was crazy back then, too, but a different kind of crazy. You know, it was, it was, I mean, one of the things I was, I saw the other day was um, what was like the most controversial album covers growing mm. up, you know, because once they put that little explicit uh, tag on albums, I feel like that was almost intentional to promote sales because you wouldn't buy an album if it didn't have that on it once they started putting it on it. Yeah. What are you a pussy? You got to have that little tag on it. Yeah. yeah. But then I was they did thinking, sell both versions. They sell yeah. the the child safe version and the. Uh... But how Dude, many Walmart used to do that? Walmart used to do that shit all the time. They wouldn't sell the explicit version of CDs back then. Yep. You'd have to go somewhere else to get the non-edited version. I found that out after buying like a Marilyn Manson album. I was like, oh, this one's going to be great. And then it was just edited the whole way through. I'm like, are you shitting me? And it was him That's talking about part. Jesus the whole time. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> this is not This is not the real content. Well, because I remember growing up, the the one of the big ones was like Guns N' Roses uh, Lies because it had a naked lady on the uh, trifold inside like the cassette or the CD. How case. dare they? And it was like everybody wanted to get that. And it was it was so controversial. And, and they they would put it on the news, you know, this controversy, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like it was just another way for them to push sales inadvertently. The same with Judas Priest, right? Wasn't there some big controversy over one of their albums? And um, there's somebody, there's a lot of, like we were talking about with the Satanic Panic in the 80s, there's a lot of those, not just musicians, but there's a lot of musicians in certain albums that would come out and they'd be all over the news and just be like, oh, controversy about this artist ends up being one of the highest fucking grossing albums ever. Yeah, this is one of the most famous ones. 
the Beatles yesterday and today with the, you know, like the butchered babies or the meat and the babies with no heads. And that actually makes a lot more sense today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what was the one that I wanted to like, there's a lot of like pedo stuff on covers back then. This is a uh, blind faith album from 1969 and <laughs> the Rolling Stones sticky fingers. I don't see why that, but this is stealing, right? This David Bowie one. Diamond Ew, that's Bob, just gross. Where he's that's like even... half man, half centaur. But then look in the back. That looks like some of the pigs today that you see, you know, marching with <laughs> the the LGBT crowd, you know? Those that are one... just Pride Month chicks in the back there. That one on the right looks like that Gorlock chick. Gorlock yeah, is no... the destroyer. Yeah. Well, no, not, not the destroyer. That fat uh, trans chick thing. Yeah, Optimus Prime. The one I didn't remember was uh, this one, the Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction, because the album that I had had a big logo in the middle with like a pistol or something. This one has like a robot raping a chick on the side of the road. Mm. I do not remember Weird. that at all. But yeah, there's and then there's the famous Nirvana Nevermind with the naked baby in his dong. Mm-hmm. Didn't that baby? Well, I mean, not the baby, but the, the guy that was that baby, didn't he like sue them? eventually yeah i think it just settled relatively relatively recently like how dare you show my baby wiener on there it was so small i'm sure his mom got paid nice you know or got paid oh yeah probably not nice she probably got taken advantage of and they gave her some meth or something but yeah then there was yeah this one i remember this one the ice cube where he had uncle sam dead with the the toe tag that was pretty controversial but even he said he was on Rogan recently. He was saying how once they slapped that tag on, his sales went up. I'm sure. But That's I mean, wild too. His Megadeth, where he's got babies on a like a clothespin. Like uh, that that metaphor is great though. Like hanging hanging the next generation out to dry. You know what I mean? Like that's yep. that's great. Yep. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, no, that one's offensive. It's yeah. from '99. That would wow. fit in today. That would be mainstream today. He's a warrior. Be called That's strong because, and brave. Uh, stunning and brave. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Stunning and brave. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The, and Kanye won. That was just weird. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's Kanye. It's one of those where you don't. You know, now that they don't make full albums anymore, it doesn't really matter. No, it's just singles. Yeah. Nobody buys albums. No. And I would, Do you remember I doing that? You'd it. buy a whole album and listen to it all the way through and know like all the songs. Yeah. Uh, how many great ones, but then how many duds did you buy for one song? Yeah. The oh, album, a lot. Album nine out of the 10 songs suck dick, but you bought it for that one song and paid your 16 to $20 and got robbed. Yeah. It's more the latter for sure. Yeah. For sure. But I was saying, like what Joe was saying, I remember back in the day, there were certain albums you just hammer right through. And you'd, you know, you'd put the cassette. Yeah, if you love the band. And just listen. Now you don't get that anymore. I mean, every now and then there's an album you can listen all the way through. But most of them, more than half the songs are dog shit. Yeah, yeah they're, they're making all their money on singles. It's crazy. If you put enough time and effort into one song, you can be huge if you hit the right market at the right time. And that's what everybody's trying for, and that's why there's so much dog shit music out there. Is everybody's trying to do that? You got to make China safe content too, right? It's like you, you got to sell to China, 
and then you have to have like uh like like what are your youtube numbers that's more important than like your tour numbers it seems like oh yeah like how much money are you making off ads on youtube so yeah, it's... before 2020, a lot of uh, bands were actually starting to get back more into touring because of the music industry and the way that it, it was going, where they weren't getting paid shit. They get paid like a penny for a Pandora play or whatever. They weren't getting paid shit. So they started actually, okay, we're going to do the live music thing. And that actually kind of ramped up. Then 2020 happened and it kind of shut down for a couple of years. I mean, we were going to like five or six live shows a year before 2020 and then it just died. And now it's kind of uh, picking back up again. So it's cool because we like to go down and just hang out and see a live band. So and they make a lot of money at those shows, especially off merch and I mean, beer. <laughs> I guess that's more the venue than the band. But yeah, we paid 20 bucks a beer at one show. Jesus. Is it social distortion? Probably San Francisco. Yeah. It, it's interesting how that how like when that is actually working properly, it's like a little economy that goes on there because the venue's paying the band. Right. And then obviously the record label's getting paid or whatever. Probably realistically the the venue's paying the record label, record label's paying the band. Yes. But then like if the if the venue can make profit off of beer and food and all that shit, like that's a that's good business right there. Like there's nothing wrong with like everybody's happy. The the concert goers are happy with their, you know, $20 beers, like you said. Because who's not gonna yeah, drink you're gonna beer pay at it. concert? Yeah, right. You're, you're gonna pay it. Yeah, we were just like, all uh, right. A I lot guess of the labels, I mean, the the bands we go to see are, are not on uh, uh, corporate labels at all. It's a lot of like uh, slightly stupid, or you know, like some other like reggae bands or just smaller bands that kind of do their own thing and produce their own shit. Mm. You go pay them, and it's going straight to the band. They're not paying a label for shit because most of them have their own labels, which their label is a computer in their uh, room at home where they record their shit like it's yep. pretty cool it's pretty underground garage shit well yeah then in that case then the the venue would be paying the band right so it's just like a similar yeah. thing you're getting your your ten dollar pretzel and your twenty dollar beer and you're still happy you're buying your fifty dollar shitty t-shirt i got one from the red hot chili peppers right here that i would not buy if i wasn't at the concert yeah you know what i mean got a couple of like, those <laughs> yeah it's just like it, it's kind of i don't know everybody it's good business dude and, and it's kind of a shame that that's going away that that aspect of that well and it's robbery though i mean it went from and it i guess it replaces the 20 dollar cd and and but at the same time i mean you look at the prices of the between the tickets then like you guys are saying parking beer it's just when when you're paying 20 dollars for what is it 16 ounces of beer that's that's rough that's wrong that's why you get drunk before you go there and then you hide a, a weed vape pen on you and you share it with everybody and then, you know, or you bring a handful of mushrooms like I did. Wow. I mean, you could keister a nice little pint, you know what I mean? <laughs> Put it in your prison wallet. Just just puncture it so that you, you boof it and then you get twice as drunk off the same booze. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, I would not want to do that. No <laughs> butt chugging in public. We had a guy in college who wanted to, who loved to butt chug. It's like Seriously? I don't understand that. Wrong with you? I never understood it, man. He was like a party favor. He'd just go there and put on a show, and it's like, what? oh, so uh, attention seeker. He was hoping to get on YouTube or something, probably. It, well, this is well. <laughs> I mean, we're talking Netscape days. This is before. Oh, okay. But well before YouTube. Trying to so go viral just a cool online. Guy. Yeah. See, back then that was just a cool guy to have at a party. Now it's just like, oh, the annoying guy is trying to be famous and on YouTube. Cool is not the word I would pick, but. <laughs> entertaining the guy he was yeah. the cool guy there yeah 
That's no, I, I don't see the point of putting alcohol or anything else in your butt. I mean, I get it. Like Stevie Nicks used to have a, a roadie that would blow coke up her asshole before yep. the shows. And that's because her nose was so fucking blown out that she wouldn't even get high from doing it. So she had to use the other hole. I understand that. Good for her. But like as far as like doing drugs rec- recreationally or drinking, I want to drink it. I don't want. I'd probably shit myself if I put anything up there. I don't know because I've never yeah. done it, but I imagine I would just immediately shit and it would be over anyway. So yeah, did that guy do that? Is that what happens after butt chugging? You got to blow it out. It doesn't just go like you don't you don't piss it out of your mouth. You know what I mean? Like it's got to. That come would be out. amazing. Does it just absorb. <laughs> it does not. I, I I could not imagine that it would just absorb. Right? Like with like the colonics and stuff like that. Like yeah, it comes back out that that same. Hole. No, I've seen Steve-O butt chug on Jackass or something. You know, he's a funnel and a like a a beard bong or something, and butt chugged a whole beer, and then yeah, like a minute he has to hold it in. Like a minute later, it comes back <laughs> out. So. Ugh. But apparently you get fucked up doing that. So whatever. for sure. Yeah. It hits you twice as twice as hard. Supposedly. I've been told I've never done it. Hey, this, right. this is another video, Joe, that is is for you, because this reminded me of something that you would laugh at. What do you think about California? <laughs> you like it? Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, you taking a shit? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? As soon as the guy mentions California, this kid just starts dropping <laughs> take right a shit. in front of him. <laughs> I always think that's such a power move, too, to just make eye contact with someone and shit, and you just turn and, red. And he asked him if he's taking a shit, and he's like, yeah. good yeah. for you, buddy. Just he was dead eye contact. Man. Yeah. Dude, my kid like used something to my do kid that. would do. <laughs> yeah, my kid used to turn bright red. He'd be quiet, and you just see his head just turn, start turning bright red. And you're like, oh, and then they man, get, they get that look on again. their face like this, where they're like, <laughs> just squeezing it out. <laughs> they can't hide shit. it. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> Ugh, fucking kids. Speaking of shit, dude, I actually found this article right now. This is a perfect segue. That the uh, the World Economic Forum is urging countries to uh, to to repurpose human waste uh, so that we can eat it, and then that would help curb climate change. Um, it says the World hmm. Economic Forum is urging governments around the globe to begin recycling human waste for public consumption to fight climate change. The plan involves diverting human feces and urine captured from sewage back into the food supply. So. Wasn't Gates, <laughs> Gates Gates was pushing that right? Remember the poo water? That was a big thing a couple years ago, where he was he was pushing that. Yeah, you could just recycle shit water and turn it into purified water. Appar- apparently, that's a huge. Not, maybe not drinking water. I know they do that. That's what sewer treatment plants do in cities typically. But there is one thing I heard about maybe a year ago where they were taking dead bodies and like mulching them basically yeah and then using them as fertilizer for human crops like putting dead body fertilizer from humans into crops like well, i don't know if that's true this. or not so continuing on with the same article here this is from uh newsaddicts.com i don't know the reliability of it or whatever but this i mean the fact that we're that we're hearing this we're not saying this is total bullshit just lets you know where we're at in the world right now it says, according to Yahoo.com, the near future beer uh, will have an extra ingredient. And this is our own urine that would be in beer, um, which actually isn't as gross as other shit. Because I know during like the Black Plague, 
they were using like all the contaminated water to make beer and that was drinkable. Um, so in like a pinch, I mean, I guess that's not that bad, but Los Angeles is promising by the year 2035 that hundred percent of its wastewater will be used. Uh, this is Eric Garcetti, a democratic mayor, uh, he, that, that they're going to use hundred percent of their wastewater for like the water supply. Um, gross stuff dude i mean that's just wild to think that uh, you know why not desalinate some of the water why not cut down on some water waste like instead of keeping like all the lawns out there why why instead of just putting a bunch of lawns and pointless plants why not just use like dirt or gravel or something like that and or or maybe some plants that'll actually give you some food or whatever but uh yeah that's a rough one well yeah this is what i was talking about this is from 2018 why did bill gates give a talk with a jar of poop by his side (laughs) <laughs> this is this is exactly what he was talking about. He's like, uh, it's one of his obsessions. But oh, yeah. you know, he, do you think he gets shit on? He oh yeah. for sure oh. by a dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know what to think about that guy. But uh, back to what you were saying, Joe. Have you guys ever heard about the uh, the human pods? That's where is it? It's these things, right? talking about coffins no biodegradable pods that you can be buried in and it turns into a tree i'm actually i'm down for that like you can kind of do that anyway if you just bury somebody in your backyard and you know put an apple seed in there yep but yeah they'd put you in this egg type contraption it says your carbon footprint doesn't end in the grave while you rest in peace, the wood, the synthetic cushing, uh, and the metals generally used in traditional coffins, as well as concrete around the reinforced graves, continue to litter the earth. A lot of energy goes into producing these materials, which are used for a very short period and then buried. They're not going to break down very fast, they say. But then you get these things, and uh yeah. You can grow yeah, I'm behind it. that, but not from like a, oh, super eco-friendly way. It's just morbid to me, and I love that shit. I always told my uh, brother, I'm like, dude, if I die before you, you got to plant me in a in a pot field so that that way when it when it grows up, you can smoke it and I can get in your head one last time. I would, from, I'd be down uh, with becoming high, a pot right? plant. That's the plot for how high, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they smoke him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't know if I've ever seen that. Phenomenal. Yeah, how high? Man. man and Red Man. I've seen every stoner movie. How have I not seen that? Oh, you got to watch it, dude. I was uh, I went as you know how he dresses up, Matt, as a nun with sunglasses. I went like that with my sister uh, to take her trick or treating a few years ago. Nice. Yeah, dude, it's a great movie. You guys got to watch that. I don't think I've ever seen that. Okay, well, add that one to the list. You'll enjoy that one. That one's funny. How high and God bless America. You're in for a good night. (laughs) Those are the two on my list so far. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, man. I'll be right back. I got to take a piss. Do you now? Ew. Ew. He's, he has to go pee pee. <laughs> yeah. What was your What was your favorite pastime as a kid? You know, was it movies? Was it games? Was it you know aside from outdoors? Because we were all you know feral children. But when we were locked, you know, contained in walls. Uh, mine or Jen's. Both. I didn't hear. Oh, okay. You answer because I had my earbud out. Oh, he's just asking our favorite pastime as like eighties, nineties kid. Uh, well, I grew up very strange, but uh, yeah, mo- most of our favorite shit was playing outside. Yep. And that was actually like a punishment 
to say that you had to come inside into your room because we're like there's nothing to fucking do in here when we were kids later it was like i have my guitar in there i got my you know nintendo whatever so it was less as you got into your teen years but yeah as little kids outside eight to ten hours a day making trails shooting guns killing rattlesnakes like that's what we did building forts yeah forts. Yes. and it was great it was the best because yeah, we talked about it last week about tree houses and i'm like I never, we never had a tree house. We always, you know, you saw all these movies with them and these kids had these cool trees. I didn't know anybody that had a tree house. You know, we built forts on the ground and they were makeshift, but any kid that had an actual tree house, they were like a legend. Oh, we, we had a tree house for a while before somebody bought the lot next to us that it was on and we had to take it down, but it, it wasn't a, a cool tree house. It was like a piece of plywood propped up by two by fours with, some rails around it but it was the place we'd go up there and read calvin and hobbs and the far side books did awesome. you have a roof on it no 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 it was just an open so it was, it was like, like a deck a, it was, elevated it was like a deck, deck box thing yeah. and we i mean we nailed two by fours as a ladder to get up there like that's how ghetto it was but yeah. we had a fucking treehouse. it was cool what did you do same we played outside all the time when we were inside though <clears throat> we played uh we got a super nintendo when i was in fifth grade and i was obsessed with playing star fox all the time and i was such a fucking dork that i would put on my mom's michael bolton cd it was like his first one and i when i got real good at the game i would try to beat it i would like turn the cd on like press play sit down start the game and try to beat it on super level or whatever the hardest level was from start to finish before the cd ended so fucking lame like one of his gay ass songs would come on and i'd be like damn it i'm behind like i would know where i needed to be <laughs> that's actually kind of cool honestly it's not it's not as gay as it sounds it's pretty dope that's like a, a different version of um the wizard of oz and pink floyd oh yeah it's like your own version of that it's not on any drugs and real nerdy <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that cool. was that's the gen x kind of mainstream right there is yeah there weren't a lot of drugs because dare was like scared you until you got to high school and then you're like oh these are all the cool things and now i know where to go get them because dare told me where i can go get these <laughs> <laughs> now someone came in in, in, in uh, elementary school i think and did a presentation about what was the basketball player that died he did coke i think oh, one time bias. Yeah, so that guy scared me so bad. I've never even touched Coke. I've just sat and watched people do it around me and have a great time. And I'm like, nope, that one guy died. Same here. Yeah. Was this like a little while ago? My, my dad told me about that. Same thing. Dare didn't tell us. They All the stories they told us were cool. But yeah, my dad scared the shit out of me with that exact story. That's why I've never done Coke either. Wow. So, probably a good thing, though, because I have a very addictive personality. Same. Everyone's like, you would love it. And I'm like, great. Then I'll never yeah. do it. I'm cool yeah, with never doing it. Definitely no. It, and that seems, you know, that was such a hot 80s drug. You know, that was the thing. It blew up in the 80s. Like they had TV shows about, I mean, Miami Vice was basically built around that. And, uh, you know, and, and Scarface and all those movies and everything. And then you got to the 90s and it was kind of frowned upon, but it was still everywhere. I mean, I remember there were kids in high school that were that were doing it. And it's like, holy shit. You know, my small town has Coke in it. Like, you couldn't believe it. We're finally a real city now. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> We're not cow fuckers. 
So what is the, this might be a cool thing to to talk about. Like, what is the drug of every decade starting with like the fifties? Fifties was LSD a lot. I don't think that was sixties. I, well, it's weird because it, it didn't really get into pop culture until the 60s, but there's a lot of people on LSD in the 50s. Yeah. Okay. And then the 60s, it kind of became a probably CIA fueled like hallmark of the hippie movement and, you know, any other psychedelics and shit like that. And then 70s was weed and mushrooms, st- right? Weed, yeah. 70s is more like weed. And then 80s was Coke. 90s was probably meth in the early 2000s and heroin. No, 90s was uh, ecstasy was big. Like the late 90s, ecstasy came out of nowhere and took over. And then, then like you said, I think the meth and uh, the pills was yeah yeah, that was more like 2000s you know right i I don't get the opiate thing i i'm i always say on my show i'm like i don't i'm already tired enough i don't need to be more tired like i I can go to sleep anytime i my i was always a fan of the uppers but then you can't do that too much because you could die i mean you could die from all of that but now it seems to be um weird designer drugs you know crocodile or some shit they're called like analogs of these drugs that are illegal, but they, they put one molecule off on them. And so they're technically legal and that's how they got away with bath salts and all that shit. Oh, there's like still analog stuff, right? Right. Yes. So I went to the smoke shop the other day and they were like mushroom capsules feel groovy and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's legal. And he's like, Oh yeah, it's totally legal, but it's not, you know, mushrooms that you would think of from years ago. It's something else. And I'm like, I'm not about to try that dodgy lab made shit. Like, it's I'll like just the get fucking the real ones. Bath salt, right, Joe? Like that's that same shit. Like if you're trying something just because it's legal doesn't mean that you should be taking that stuff. Right. And then you're eating somebody's face off before you know it. And yeah, if that's the real it, story, I mean that that does not right. make sense to me. I've smoked bath salts before and I never wanted to fuck anyone up, like ever. You know what I mean? So that there was a whole uh, conspiracy behind that too, that they would use homeless people as like a uh, guinea pigs for these analogs yeah. and be like, here's a three hundred dollar Visa gift card yeah. if you want to take this drug and see what happens and homeless people are like fuck yeah free drugs and a 300 dollars gift card you know so i don't know if that's true or not but it it, it would make sense i mean why yeah. not nobody's gonna miss a homeless person that ods and falls in the river well they yeah. use them for a lot of tests like that too yeah but just by dangling you know a little reward money or some drug money their way boom they can let them inject them with anything and then watch them from afar check back in in a week or so and if these people know that they're going to get some cash or something out of it they don't give a shit. You got a thousand homeless people. Of, give them yeah. three hundred dollars each. What's three hundred thousand dollars to these assholes? You know, like. And that's what they said. I mean, there was a guy on who said that that's where this whole mRNA tech came from. Was that guy that went nuts in Florida? It wasn't yeah. bath salts. He said it was uh, a reverse reaction to the vaccine. And yeah, I, like, I I heard that. I think that doesn't really make sense though, because we we have zombies. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this is just it does it seems far fetched to me. That, that you could connect the two weren't there so many great conspiracy theories in 2020 like that was a it fun was, time honestly i thought it was great that was like the apex for everything it's kind of dwindled since then because a lot of them came true and now we're just kind of looking for new ones well it was yeah, daily, like, yeah. i mean it was a new one every day it didn't matter what happened something was a conspiracy you know it was it was wild times we all gained it, discernment from it though yeah. yeah. Remember, well, we'd I all remember. kind of feed into all of them, and then we're like, okay, okay, let's tone it down a little. <laughs> okay, no, everything's fake. No, I remember <laughs> watching the Biden inauguration, thinking the SWAT team was going to come in any or like the Navy SEALs any second, like some shit was going to go down. 
You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, so I remember happen. I remember the day before that because I was talking to you and Ron about it. And uh because I, I before that I'd been, always been like, I don't like either of these people. the whole thing is just they're all fucked up and we're fucked from them being fucked up. And I think Ron or you was like, what are you going to do if like Biden gets arrested at the inauguration? I'm like, then I will concede that. Oh, my God, Q is totally right. If nothing happens then my centrist views will be vindicated because nothing fucking happened. And here we are three years later with fucking Biden making an ass of himself every day. And the other and one, nothing was, changed. The other one was they're going to kill him, right? Or they're going right. to, yeah, they're going to do something. I thought he was going to die. I literally thought yeah. he was going to die like two years in. And yeah, he's but they still did. Going. They he did probably thought he was going to die too. They just pumped him up died. on meth. You know, he's got so many, you know, uppers in him that, especially when he has to speak. But for dude. all we know, he's died like three times in the last couple of years. Who knows with the clone technology or whatever? Like, well, his ears change every weather. damn day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like his ears and his damn eye sockets and all that stuff changes. So, do you do the the queen, man? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's fucking. It's a like joke, everything's man. backwards with that shit. That's the funniest part. It's like you can really go nuts if you take that seriously. Because it, I mean, to think that guy's in control, like, come on, this guy right. is a you know he's he's no greater than Jeff Dunham with that fucking puppet with his hand up his ass. You know that's what Biden he's at is. best a puppet and at worst a very abused old man that should not be uh, making it look like he's running the country. Yeah, because it's a joke. It's a joke for everybody. Happy yeah, I don't July think Ob- everyone. I don't think Obama liked him so I, it wouldn't surprise me that uh that they're abusing him you know what i mean but that doesn't make me feel bad for him at all he's a horrible human being before that so you know well, abuse him all I, you want i was listening to your guys show with ron and it was interesting because when you when you think about it you're you guys are absolutely spot on he's a republican you know you look at everything that he's done and he's he's got republican tendencies you know yeah. he, and he's he he's like the face of democracy right now i'm like right, and trump had democratic tendencies i mean he was a democrat till he run for ran for president wasn't he and that's why and, it's just in a, name yeah it's just a, it's just a title you know it's just a color it's to keep that red blue you know the divide and and stir it up like these people well, that's how it was yes yeah, since right. carter right i mean you had carter and then you had uh bush senior democrat yeah, yeah and you, you i mean you go all democrats up until ironically biden who i think is the most conservative but not now because you know historically he was conservative but yeah dude under trump you got like less gun rights we left in a more in a bigger government state after he was gone i mean you know we, we said all this already but yeah dude it's but the whole rhino real. thing makes me laugh it's like dude that's what all these people are that are in name only you know yeah whether it doesn't matter what team they're on they're still playing a character and they're because they're bought and sold by these big companies and they're still playing grab ass off the camera and yeah. golfing. And yeah, it's a it's joke. like WWE, you know, I mean, and and that was one of the things I laughed about because WWE up until like the late 80s, uh, they, you know, everybody played it off like it was real, you know, like these guys really hated each other. And then Jimmy Snuka got arrested with ha- or not Jimmy Snuka. Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan got arrested with the Iron Sheik and they were in a big rival. You know, it was Iran in America during the Iran Contra shit. And 
and then people realize, oh, these guys are riding in the same car together. They don't really hate each other the way they do. And that's all they need to show us with these politicians is if you show us one of these like correspondence dinners and you see they're all sitting at the same tables or shaking hands and posing for pictures off. Well, yeah, it's just it's it's all a show. And the people that take it seriously and one, think your vote matters and two, think these people are going to do anything to help us and take away power from them. You're fucking out of your minds. Like, come on. What psychopath will relinquish power and help those in need? None vote, bro. It's all we can do, bro. Just yeah. vote. Well, yeah. And they always agree to, I say this all the time, but they always agree to raise their pay. They never disagree to raise their pay. And like, th- that'll always be a law that they will always agree on. They're all friends, man. Like, you know, and, and when you say like, you know, people, uh that think that their vote matters and shit like that i kind of feel bad for those people dude like my dad is one of those kinds of guys that you know he he's really disenchanted with how the government is uh but he still feels like he needs to go out and vote and he tells my sister to go vote he knows like you know i I feel different about that now um but yeah dude it's sad like that's really pounded in some people's heads and they feel like that's the only power that they have when it comes to this political shit yeah that's sad and it's it's wild too because you're looking at them you're like dude they've sold people on this shit that this is this is legitimate and and people believe it it's like how many times do they have to show you there's cracks in the armor before you say you know maybe just ask a question even like how does somebody that makes less than two hundred thousand dollars a year end up as a you know one hundred and seventy five million dollars in their bank account dude the asking questions thing is even a, a- tall ask for some people i have one of my good friends comes over here all the time and we we got into i was telling jen about not really a heated debate but he was kind of like he finally like confronted me about like some thing like you talked about the moon landing being fake bro come on we have videos and pictures like he was going off pretty hard and we kept it very calm i talked him off a ledge of like trying to take my head off about it and uh i was gone for like 10 minutes inside cleaning up from our barbecue (laughs) and i come out to them, like winding down an argument about the moon landing. Well, that's how he started, but he was having a problem with me questioning things. He's like, "You can't just question everything. There's some things that are just real." I'm like, "Dude, okay, okay. How am I going to start this?" Um. So I, I'm not going to reiterate the whole conversation. Long story short, he's going to watch a movie or a documentary. A strange thing happened on the way to the moon by Bart Sabrell this week. And that's coming a long way for him because he was like, and the way we put it, we're like, don't go into it thinking this is all true or that it's going to change your mind on anything. It just raises very interesting questions about what may have happened. Here's some evidence. Make up your own mind about it. And he's like, okay, cool. So he texted me the other day and was like, yeah, I'm totally going to watch that and like report my findings. I'm like, good. If you want to come talk to me about it too, we can do that and, you know, bounce, bounce off each other. So. That's how you get inspire people to ask questions around them. I had to relate to him, too. I said, hey, you know, Joe told me to watch this documentary and I wasn't really into the moon landing being fake. I didn't even know about it. It wasn't even that one. It was some other one on YouTube Uh at the time. Drilling it into my head that it was fake. And I was like, who cares? And then I watched it and I told Nate this. I was like, dude, I watched it and I just went, hmm. And I just kept watching it. And I wasn't like die hard immediately like oh the moon landing was fake it just made me question things and then now i don't believe that shit happened at all but that took a while of looking into it after that but you have to start somewhere and i think 
think we seeded it well for him. Yeah. And it's just the notion of in general is so foreign to people of questioning things that you're told that it's really hard to break through that. But once you do, it seems to kind of cascade a little bit and then they start going, wait a minute, what about this vaccine? What about all this stuff? And then they start doing their own research like we're told not to do. And the next thing you know, they're coming at you talking about adrenochrome and you're like, okay, well, slow, slow down. Well, and that's the problem because you, you once you learn that they lied to you about something, then you, that paradigm is shattered, right? And that's the hardest part is how the hell could they have lied to me my whole life? You know, that's and, exactly what I told him. He's like, but just because they lied about one thing doesn't mean they're going to lie about everything. I'm like, that's true. So figure it out. Go look at what you want to look at. On the other hand, how many times does someone have to lie to you before you question their integrity? Right. And that's what I always go back to. I'm like, okay, so your wife lies to you two or three times, cheats on you. What, at what point do you say enough's enough? Like, when do you start saying, okay, well, if they lie about this, there's also a chance they lie about this, this, and this. And we give the government and, and history this, this pass when there's tons of holes poked in it and we know they're lying about certain things, but people still eat it up they're like because they're the experts dude yeah. i mean you got to trust the science oh sorry you know i actually what? hit that perfectly that <laughs> that 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 thing that you just said right there like with the wife that just like connected the dots from that movie remember that movie white noise that everyone was talking about with the ohio train thing right that whole time he's trusting like the, the, the government narrative he's part of academia he's a professor talking about hitler uh, obsessed with hitler the whole time and he's talking about you know, we need to trust what's going on. The, the the authorities are telling us the truth and all this shit. And meanwhile, his life, his his wife is also lying to him about like the drugs that she's taking. She's taking yep. some pills the whole time and he's trusting her too. So it's the same exact thing. That's I think that that actually kind of makes sense that that movie is trying to say that exact message that you're, yeah. that you just said right there. Like that's wild. Yeah. It's and a lot of people go the, to the extreme. I mean, we know a lot of these people who just uh, don't believe everything. Everything's fake and gay. It's all fake and gay. Who cares? And that might be true too, but there's a, uh, we always talk about balance and moderation with stuff. And uh, that's where the Q thing kind of came in where it was just too far to one side for me. And I'm like, I, uh, should we look at this a little closer and uh, maybe try to figure things out separately and, Anytime you get a blanket statement or, a, you know, all of this is fake, all of, you know, all of this is real, I'm going to question that too. So yeah. I take the questioning to an extreme sometimes because I'm like, well, I don't really believe you. I'll look into it, though. Well, the, the everything is fake is also so fatalistic, too. It's like, you know, then what's the point? If everything's fake, then why are we here? You know, it just makes everything seem so pointless. It's like it can't be all fake. You know, there's. And and it's not all lies. Not everything's a lie, but you need to go look at it. And, and that's what you end up finding. I mean, a lot of the research that I did in the old world, like we were taught one thing, but then when you go read the books at the time, you find something that's a little bit different. And the truth is probably somewhere in between. You well, know, it's usually they, weaved in there with the lies. That's the insidious yes. part of it is that you have, it's not that everything's a lie. It's that there's like 90% truth. And then there's like, maybe nine to ten percent lie or misinformation that's weaved in there so it's really hard to figure out which one's which because they put just enough truth and evidence and photos of you know the world's fairs like you have on your background then you start looking into the details and you find little threads here and there that are like this doesn't make sense 
So most people don't have the time to do that. That's why we appreciate your work because I don't have the time to do that either. Well, that's what they do. They strew in these characters into history, right? And these characters are the ones who end up making all the money. And it's ironic that all these people seem to have certain relations and they all know each other. And it's like this big club and it keeps getting, you know, it keeps going round and round and round. And that's the part that's frustrating is that we, we, you know, being the 99% fight amongst each other while the 1% just sit there and laugh and just keep making in more of the profits. And it's like, they, they just keep improving their lives while at our behest. And, and we just continue to fight over stupid bullshit that doesn't get us anywhere to go forward. It's just keeping us in this perpetual circle. Yeah. And Jen had a great uh, view on that too. The, the negative and positive polarity is what makes a battery turn. Yep. She's like, maybe that's why is because the negative and positive is what makes everything go and makes it keep going forward. So they got to keep that polarity going. Otherwise the, the whole thing just comes to a screeching halt. Well, and and what are they going to get even weirder with that? You get into, you know, that some of these people are possessed, right. By, by demons, so to speak, by entities, whatever. And they need that energy of the polarity to function. Because without it, their battery won't run. They they thrive off of that because otherwise they're just a empty vessel, you know, and, and that gets into a whole nother, you know, thing about the possession and and, and the loosh. Yeah, spirits and things like that. Like, you know, I'm I mean, even look at like alcohol. Alcohol brings out other personalities in people. Like, is that a demon inside of them? Is that an alter ego? Are we all do we have multiple egos inside and it's just, there's tons of questions about that shit because you wonder how does it, you know, flip like that. Yeah. I think it's all, uh, it's all kinds of substances, right? I mean, food, uh, coffee, weed, all kinds of different things make you act a different way. That's why people do these things, right? Like why would people smoke weed if it didn't make them feel different? Why would people drink coffee if it didn't make them feel different? You know what I mean? Like it, it is interesting that like the Mormons, you know, they don't, they don't like coffee or cat, you know, ca no caffeine, no substances that alter your mood at all. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's with all those things for sure. It's a, that's a legit question. Um, but yeah, it is interesting too. Like what, what the government gets behind because there's also pills and things like that, that absolutely change your, your mental state, but those are okay. And they're, you know, I don't know, man, it, it's a, I like how you started off too. You're saying like, we don't want to get too serious. Today. Let's just have fun. And we're, we're talking about <laughs> demons, you know, fucking controlling politicians. Now that's how it goes. We, we it. lasted an hour and a half without it. Right. That was good though. That's a good, that's a good prior. We talked about uh, the next bus and game works and uh, you know, all kinds of stuff for a little while. So. I, I think it's a good pace. I, I still, I'm going to have to Google the fucking next. I'm going to find some old episodes of the next bus now. Cause I never, this is like, I miss it's, that. Dude. It's actually funny. Like, especially you get like, you know, just get, use your substance of choice, watch it. And you'll, you'll have a good laugh. You'll laugh. You'll cry. Cause that you know? sounds like typical early two thousands MTV right there. Oh, it's, it's dog shit TV, yeah. but it's so bad. Like, have you guys seen G's to gents? Have you guys seen that show? No. Okay, adding this to the list as well. Okay, G's to gents. It was hosted by a guy named Farnsworth Bentley. Okay, and is that the that's black, a real name. Black guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it is his real name, and he is the skinny black guy, a, a gentleman type guy. And they took all kinds of like people that were like, dude, the casting had to have been so funny for these like rich, you know, white producers from you know mtv and they're taking all these like ghetto dudes like i just got out of prison i don't have a job blah 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 and they're turning these like thugs into gentlemen basically is what they're doing and it's so funny i was addicted to that in middle school like <laughs> trash trash tv it's embarrassing but it's 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 gotten all the way to that point where this horrible tv back then actually makes the content today look like really bad you know what I mean? It's like all kind of the same thing at this point. So you're comparing like the- garbage to garbage and you're like, wow, that garbage is way better than this garbage. Holy shit. It stinks slightly less. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Phenomenal stuff. Wow. That's so those are a couple of shows for you, Matt, too. Uh, yeah. And then obviously yeah. you guys. I remember gotta... G's to gents. I'm that, that one. I, I know I saw because that Farnsworth Bentley guy made me laugh. Just it was see. it was kind of a good show. Like, yeah. It had it had the thing that would draw you in at least as an eighth grader. I think it was around the time of uh, Pimp My Ride. Yes, I remember them kind of going hand in hand. That was <laughs> fucking unbelievable. We got a we took your car. You can't even pay your mortgage. All right, we're gonna take your car. We're gonna fucking make it so that you got to pay three hundred thousand dollars. You know to cover the taxes on this. But dude, that and then one show that I will say too is Cribs. That's a phenomenal yes. show. That's that actually MTV a quality too? show. Yep. Yeah. They were yeah. doing good good work back then. After they gave up on music videos, they're like, we're just going to do weird shit because everybody else is. Bad TV for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Them and VH1. And then you had, what was uh, what was that love show with the guy from Poison? What was that one? Oh, oh my God. Oh, with Brett Michael? So bad. <laughs> Rock of Love. Rock of Love. Yeah, dude. All right. I totally yeah. watched that one. Dude, I, he was I in denial about that. his receding hairline for so long. He still yeah, might be, I actually. And they had I've a, got a full head of hair, guys. They had That's a full slave like show, too. Oh, okay, yeah. I also Flavor loved that love. one oh, with New God. York. <laughs> That was a good the, oh, that's the one where that girl threw that tampon, the used tampon yes. at the other girl on the stairs. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, they yeah. would get like his clock Animals. off his neck, that big ass clock he used to wear. That was like the rose in The Bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. Some <laughs> of those stupid. girls were 300 pounds on Dude, that show God. and he was competing for their love. Yeah. Wild. It was brutal, man. But people ate it up. But that was a, such a sad time, too, because... Music videos, there was nothing better than MTV in its prime. Like, people ate that shit up. Just music videos, the top tens. You had, uh, oh, fuck. TRL? Yeah. and But then there was a, the hip-hop version that was on late at night with uh, Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. Fuck, okay. I can't remember what it was called. But that was like the the rap version of oh yo yo MTV raps that's okay. It. So, but yeah, they had great shows around the music videos, and on top of it, you got MTV News, which was a little counterculture too. Like they were they weren't like totally woke. They were they would give you some legit journalism there that you wouldn't get from the mainstream. Mm. But that died quickly, too. Well, it was back when being uh, politically incorrect was okay for main, yes. you know, major networks. Now it's not okay, and you will get fired and shut down if you do that. So Thanks, Bill Clinton. That's yeah, look at Howard Stern. Act. Howard Stern had the number one show in the world 
And the shit he was doing on there, I mean, he wouldn't even allow that today. You know what I mean? He would censor himself now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so fucked, man. I hate that. When people like make their way doing something and then they try and fuck it up for everybody else. You know what I mean? Now saying that that you can't do what I did. Yeah. It's wrong. It's the worst, dude. No, but well, okay, then give that money back. Yeah. That's what I look at it. That's dirty money then. You need to give that back because if you did drug money. Yeah. Like get the fuck out of here. Then then I'll then I'll stand by your cause. But now it's all talk because what's he doing? He's putting more money in his pocket now from talking the bullshit you see a lot of uh like actors and and actresses and shit making money off of shows and movies that have a lot of guns involved in the movies and shows and then they're super anti-gun and it's like you wouldn't have a role in the thing that's making you all the money if if guns weren't a thing so shut the hell up with that like it's it's shitty and drugs and all that stuff. Like, well, they're uh, they're know, anti-guns well. in their public persona. You guarantee they have a lot of bodyguards that have guns, right? Right, for sure. Yeah, yeah when man. the president's uh, gonna his Secret Service gives up their weapons, then we could consider giving up ours. But until that time, you need to stay armed. Yeah, I would say even after that, because they'll just lie to you about that. Oh, shit. yeah, just... no, obviously, I'm just but, but that's the example I would, you know, get rid of them. And then you get this false flag over in France too. that crazy one where that all these riots are going on. It's like a George Floyd of France where the cops shot this kid, but he was like known for running from the cops and you had a huge rap sheet and all this other shit. It was like not the greatest person, but now he's a saint over there and they're just fucking pillaging france mm. yeah i saw that nuts weird dude yes it is well let's wrap it up there we've almost gone for two hours i hey this was a fun Time one flies. It wasn't one of those dark heavy fucking deep dive master debaters this was i love this it, it was very light on the demons i mean i think we we just we a touch of it. demon yeah yeah, yeah. Just yeah. The type of demon. It. that's typical so get used to it <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah joe and jen tell everybody where they can find you uh audio platforms rockfin youtube instagram telegram all the things just google it you'll find it use a search bar you fucks it's not that hard smarten up it's 2023 but thank you guys always a pleasure talking with you yeah, thank of course you. good to see you guys and ryan and your sexy head we just oh, saw thanks. him last thursday so double feature double feature yeah it was nice man it's good to talk to the the old friend and and also keeping it light is nice that is a nice change of pace for sure i'm with you though right you keep saying it like you gotta you gotta switch it up like that's why i love this because you know this goes all over the place but you sit there and you start harping on these dark topics and just the constant conspiracy it eats at you you gotta take a fucking break yeah dude yeah Yeah. and collect something yeah. collect something be a nerd and collect something i think it's really important dude i actually just got to buy one get one uh blaster boxes from ufc.com bought two packs i spent 80 dollars on cards because they were buying buy one get one free you know what i mean so it's like i'm gonna spend amount of, you know money that i don't have because it's a deal it's a discount 
Yeah, I've been buying shit. nerd shit. I mean, we bought a Zelda themed N- Nintendo Switch to go with the new game, and there then I go. bought a ceramic ocarina to put on the entertainment center that fucking plays. I'm gonna learn it one of these days, but yeah, nice. I, I buy nerd shit too. It sounds exactly like a recorder, like when your kid brings home a That's fucking recorder when yet. they're in elementary oh. school. <laughs> Joe's in there. It's like do do do, like He's trying three blind mice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hot, it sounds like a fucking buns. second grade. It, it <laughs> yeah. does sound like that right now. It's because I haven't got the vibrato down. Okay, it'll happen. <laughs> the vibrato. All right, all right. Dude, this is how my like the kind of childhood I had when we had to play hot cross buns uh, on the recorder. My dad called it hot crotch fun. <laughs> to like to me, he said, "Oh, is that hot crotch fun that you're playing?" Like you know, as like a you know eight year old. So yeah, yes, that was, sir. That's the kind of uh, you know upbringing. But that sounds like something I would do with my kid. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I, More people need to do that. Yeah. He's he's his new his new thing is he likes to take songs on the radio or whatever we're listening to and put his own lyrics in them. And dude, the kid kid gets gets pretty dirty at some point. So you got to like cut him off. And like, hey, man, you're 10. Like, I wonder who his dad is. Jesus. Get back in your lane. <laughs> yeah. Like, the influence. Uh, yeah. But That's funny. Fun. man. It's well, fun. good for him. What do you got going, Rye? Nothing, man. Just more of the same old stuff, dude. So uh, just having fun. Always a fun Monday night. And uh, yeah, dude. Same old stuff here. But what Thanks about you? Plug your South Park episodes were awesome. You need to do more of those. Oh, thanks, man. I, I don't know how the recordings sounded of the, the clips, but yeah, dude, it's tons of fun. Like just doing stuff like that is where it's at for me, I think, these days. So thanks for, for enjoying that. Yeah. And, and with the clips, you only have to worry about it if you're putting it on YouTube. Like the clarity. oh no, I was saying like the quality, like if you could hear yeah. what they no, were no, no, saying. No. Yeah, I know. And you were saying on there that you're just recording off the TV. You know, maybe I'll cut them off YouTube or whatever and use them, but I don't want to get banged or yeah, yeah, ding you. I, I I've played basically full movies on uh, Patreon, <laughs> and they don't do anything. Okay, well, cool, man. Yeah, no, thank you. That, that that stuff's fun, man. I'm I'm gonna be doing more of that. Like like how you were saying here, just keeping it light, dude. It's it's yeah. uh, it really is the the future, I think, of this shit, but. What, what about you? What you got going on? Nothing. Baseball still. It sucks. Not well. It sucks in the sense that I just have no time to do anything else. It's <laughs> But in the sense that it's fun, I get to hang out with my kid and, you know, my kids are terrible. So it's like coaching the bad news bear. So every day is a new adventure. I had a kid mispractice the other day because of uh, the air quality was poor. <laughs> so his mom was going to keep him home. You should wear a mask. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, on the other side of it, another kid's grandparents came to practice to watch practice and she was wearing a mask, one of the, you know, blue ones. And even her son, who, you know, the kid's dad was making fun of her, his mom. He's like, well, you you understand you're just collecting shit in there and you're not breathing anything out. And she's like, Aah. she's got the COVID brain. So it Ooh, is science. Uh, yeah, he's probably like the head coach is going to be making fun of you, ma, like yeah. y- you <laughs> making uh, fun dude. of the I, I laugh at it. Well, the funny thing is, is, you know how I always talk about those people who are on the street corner every Monday morning with their end racism signs and everything like that. Well, it turns out one of these women is th- this woman's husband's sister. So because I said it to him, like, you got to believe you don't know how crazy these people are. He goes, oh, I know. He goes, one of them is my sister. I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. He goes, oh, no, no offense taken. He's like, she's crazy. She's like one of those crazy liberal, like just goes with whatever the news says. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, because there's no black people in our town. So I don't know what kind of racism she's ending around here. So 
you know, she might want to go over to like Amherst or uh, down to Springfield and, you know, maybe that'll be a little better, but Wild. yeah, Wild. it's crazy, man. It's fun though. But yeah, um, I got 30 more days of baseball and then, uh, August we're, uh, back in the grind this weekend. I'm taking my son down to Connecticut. We do a, uh, a Memorial softball tournament for a couple kids that died in a car crash. We had this weird, mm-hmm. like 15 year span when, when I was living down there where every year high school kids would die in a car crash. And obviously, you know, it's not a huge town, not a tiny town either, but we, you know, everybody knows everybody. So these kids' parents for the last 22 years have done a annual softball tournament. And it's like the one time my family gets together every year. So we go down there and just hang out all day and that's cool, man. So kids love it. The adults love it. And Hey, it's better than fucking doing nothing. So, oh yeah nice to get out but yeah man soon enough i'll be back on the grind and doing a little research and doing some interviews i got people that are just like you know when can you do my show i'm like send me something for august and we'll we'll get lined up but i'm not doing anything in july i'm like i'm not even trying to schedule you because i'm gonna be that guy that cancels the day of like i can't do it so it is what it is but yeah things are fun man i love being on the field with the kids it's always fun and you know, you get a couple kids that enjoy it, a couple parents that enjoy it and respect what you do and it makes it all worthwhile. So Hell good yeah. stuff. So thank you guys again. This was fun. This was light. A great Monday Night Master Debaters. So uh, thank you guys. Everyone stay strong and question everything. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.